With a look at Radio Cayman's local sports, I'm Dion Anglin. Cayman's number one hurdler, Rasheem Brown, is quite pleased with his latest performance at the NACAC Under-18 and Under-23 Championships in Costa Rica. I'm very satisfied with my performance over the past weekend. I've earned a silver medal in my respective event. With that being said, I've had a long season for indoor and outdoor for my, for my college season, so... I'm glad I was able to close close off my season with earning a medal for my country and representing them with all my best, you know. Now it's just time for me to rest and recovery. I have a, a busy schedule for our season next year, um, which is uh, outdoor and indoor for my college and as well as for my country. So I'm look, looking forward to be able to compete that, compete once again next year for my country. Unfortunately, I didn't make the Olympic team this year, but, you know, I'll recover from that and just move on and Working, we work even much harder for next year and, and the years to come to, f- to compete for my country. So, which is, which is I'm, I'm very excited for us. Brown won his silver medal in the men's under 23 110 meter hurdles event. The recently selected 2021 Olympian, Shalissa Ray, says this year's experience at the NACAC Championships were quite different from her last competition. Reason being is there were less teams, which resulted in less athletes in almost every event. I mean, because of COVID. So, it was a bit different. In regards to my performance in my event. I am happy with my performance as this was more of a shake off and just to see where I am because I haven't really competed since May. I am happy. The circumstances that I ran in weren't the best. I mean, I did run in what I would have to describe as a storm. So it was pretty decent. I now know what I have to work on moving into the Olympic Games. So that's what I'm gonna do. Ray placed fourth in the under 23 women's 400 meter event. The serious fun summer basketball camp continues this week, but with a different plan. Feed Off Future, in partnership with Inspire Cayman and Leap Diversify Cayman Limited, are offering serious fun a week-long stayover program for kids ages 11 to 18 years. Youth coach and camp director Corey McGee says this year's camp is full to capacity. This program is uh, 17, 18 hours a day of engagement of youth. All right, we've got 30 kids in a house, boys and girls, between the ages of 11 and 18. The house is divided in half with about nine to 11 girls on one side and 19 or 20 boys on the other side. We wake up every morning and play basketball from 5.30 to 7.30. And then from nine to three, um, they're in a classroom setting learning about bullying, life skills, job interview skills, self-confidence, team building, things of that nature. They do that every day until three o'clock and then they'll come back to the compound where we're staying. And then I create all types of physical elements and, and training. Tonight we're going to a music studio as a group and we're gonna start to make a song and record it as a group. So there's so many different elements to this camp. So it's crazy, but it's a lot of fun. More so, Coach Corey assures parents that their kids are in good hands at the Prospect Community Youth Center. And the unique thing about our, our chaperones is we have parents of the actual students who are taking part in this. Uh, one of the dads of the girl who's 11 years old, this is her first experience at, at camps and stuff like that. So it's great to have her dad there as well, you know what I mean? And, and the, the other girls, we have a chaperone who's 18, 19, myself. Uh, we have about four or five uh, members of staff that are there, you know, throughout the day, 24 hours a day. Plus, we have an open door policy uh, where the parents can come in and, and, and watch the program and be able to check on their loved ones. That's one of the benefits of, of doing a basketball staycation camp here on, in, on the island because parents have access to their kids. You know, obviously, we know our kids are going to forget things and T-shirts or socks or underwear. And obviously, because we're doing a classroom element, 
um, where we've, you know, requiring the kids to dress up a little bit. So the parents been able to come back and see their kids daily and understand exactly what it is that we're doing. Now through this Friday, July 16th, the 30 kids will experience fitness and sport, life skills, employability training, team building, mentoring, basketball, and much more. And the Department of Sports has tried a different approach to the West Bay football camp this year. The annual camp sees just about 70 kids aged 9 to 16 gather the Ed Bush playing field from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Some would say the large turnout is due to the change in the camp's schedule time, a big change from previous years where the camp would be held in the middle of the day with the sun bearing down on campers. Camp director, Coach Roy Hooter, says he made a proposal for his West Bay camp to be in the evenings instead of the daytime. I decided to hold it in the evening based based off of my research and evaluation of doing camps in the community of West Bay for probably the last 20 years. And I have saw a quite a dwindling of numbers due to many, many different various factors. Other clubs have formed here and they hold in camps on their own. And then looked at it and say, I think in the evening time, we will be able to have a better response for our, our participants if we hold the camp in the evening. Well, the Department of Sports, they didn't have a problem with it. And when I see the response that I have here compared to what I had last season summer camp, there is no comparison. And as we can see, great turnout, great coaches. This year saw a huge difference with the sun setting over the campus with a cool evening breeze. Coach Huta says parents were also able to come out after a working day and look on as their child or children participated in drills and competition. And it's so much more important because now I have found an increase in parents because they come off of work and they're able to go home and even come back and be more in a relaxed state because it's in the evening, it's cool and, you know, and the children after the camp is over, they, all of a sudden I don't see plenty of the children leave. What they're doing, they're hanging out on the field, making new friends, talking to each other, socializing. So I would ask the government without any apology that these camps could be extended. And I would really love to see people from the government come and investigate these camps and see how effective they are in keeping social stability in the, in the communities in the Cayman Islands. Coach Huta said he is grateful to government for holding these camps because they're important in developing the young people in a wholesome, holistic and disciplined environment. That'll do it for Radio Cayman's Local Sports. For this evening, I'm Dion Anglin.